either. Say something, or, or give me a sign. I won't even, won't even say anything. Just, I want to know if you're okay. Dungeons and Dragons demigod Vecna. The fourth season will be the first season in which Vecna is featured. But who is Vecna? What does he mean to the D&D world? What are his powers? More importantly, what will Vecna be like in Stranger Things 4? In this two-part series, I will be discussing who Vecna is, what he is, his role in Dungeons and Dragons lore, and finally, his role in Stranger Things 4. This is the Vecna series here on Ham Radio, Part 1. Who is Vecna? here and want to welcome you back to another episode of the Through the Ham Radio podcast. Today I will be uh, talking uh, about uh, Vecna in Stranger Things uh, or Vecna Part 2 of uh, the Vecna series. I uh, hope you enjoyed Part 1. Uh, if you haven't uh, listened to that, I would highly encourage you to go back Listen to part one because part two will probably not make sense if you do not listen to part one. So if you want to go check that out, please, uh, I encourage you, encourage you to do that. Um, again, want to welcome everyone back um, to uh, today's episode. And as I said earlier, I'll be uh, discussing Vecna part two and Vecna and Stranger Things four. So, without further ado, here we go. So last week, in part one, I discussed Vecna in Dungeons and Dragons lore. You know, I explained the basics of Vecna, who and what he is in D&D. Uh, you know, powerful undead lich whose goal is to, his ultimate goal is to obtain and eventually sustain uh, eternal immortality and rule and reign over the world, our world, uh, his characteristics, uh, his powers. You know, his powers are like the ability to see people's memories and dreams. And uh, he's also the god of hidden knowledge. Uh, and finally, I talked about Vecna's lair in Dungeons and Dragons, which sort of allows him to perform his dark deeds and use his powers. Uh, so today, in part two, I will basically be reiterating all of what I discussed in part one, 
but I will be analyzing how each part connects to Stranger Things 4 and what Vecna will be like in Stranger Things 4. So I want to uh, begin part two by by just trying to attempt to answer the simple question of why Vecna? Well, why the Mind Flayer? Why the Demodogs? You know, why any of the entities from the Upside Down we've seen in seasons one, two, and three? Well, I think it, it all comes down to this one basic principle of this show, of Stranger Things, is it's all about the plot and or narrative. You know, the Duffer Brothers, as we know, base a huge portion of Stranger Things on films from the 1980s and Dungeons and Dragons. So these monsters, they fit the narrative that they hope to achieve in this show. You know, we know that, I mean, Jaws is not from the 80s, it's from the 70s, but the Duffer Brothers considered Jaws to be an incredible influence on season one, and they wanted a Jaws-like character, creature, for the monster. And they came up with the Demogorgon, because, you know, its characteristics kind of are like shark-like, you know, stalking and randomly taking people and so on and so forth. So you get the idea. So I think it'll be the same with Vecna. It will fit, Vecna will fit the narrative of season four, the plot of season four. Now, I don't know how or why, but I think that's why we're going to get Vecna as the evil entity this season. Um, you know, we don't know a lot about season four yet, at least not now as the time I'm recording this. Uh, maybe, hopefully, by the time you actually listen to this uh, in February, there will be some new developments. But as of now, we, we don't know much about season four yet, but, but we do know... They will finally be playing D&D again. You know, season three, they didn't. Um, the only thing Dungeons & Dragons they did play was and Will finally got Mike and Lucas to play in the basement with them, and they didn't want to. And he brought the Juju uh, zombies, and that was kind of like to reference the flayed of season three. But as we know, the Hellfire Club is, um, well, it's, the first episode of the season, but the Elf, the Hellfire Club, he didn't already know, uh, is the Hawkins High School um, D&D Club. So, naturally, I think they're going to be playing a little bit more advanced D&D. Um, and based on what I've seen, uh, Dustin and Mike will be a part of the Hellfire Club. We don't, I don't know about Lucas. Uh, well, he's playing basketball, so he's probably not. But, yeah, Dustin especially and Mike will be in the Hellfire Club. Um, but, as of course, we also know that Mike will be in California this season. 
for for the most part. But there there is some behind the scenes uh, pics and and videos of Finn Wolfhard wearing a Hellfire Club T-shirt. So we can assume, based on that, that Mike will be in the Hellfire Club at least to begin the season. Um, so. I think that's part of the D&D will come from there. And also Erica, as we know, she was given uh, the beginner's uh, D&D set by Will at the end of season three. So she'll be into it. So let me get that aspect of it. So this can mean only one thing, naturally. Whatever's happening in Hawkins, you know, compels the kids to label this new entity this new evil or whatever Vecna. And as I mentioned in part one, Vecna is an undead lich who at one time was a living mortal being, you know, human, uh, who manages to achieve its undead status and is more powerful in death. Um, so I think the kids, particularly, particularly Nancy, will discover this and will label it Vecna. Um, I'll come back to this a little bit later. Uh, well, not to this specifically, but I'll come back later towards the end of today's episode and we'll give my theories on who or which new character I think will be our Vecna because uh, Brendan and I, he uh, helps, you know, he's writer of the show and helps produce the podcast now. And uh, we've We've been talking about it back and forth and you know, we, we've come to the conclusion that the the evil of season four will be human. Um, so, therefore, I do think Vecna will be human, or at least he will have been a human at one point in, in time, but he is dead. He's been dead. <laughs> um, he's trying to be immortal, and I think, you know, the events of season four in Hawkins, at least, you know, causes the kids to just go, hmm, it's very Vecna-esque. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of, I think, why Vecna. Okay, so now we're on to Vecna's lair. Um, you know, as I I mentioned just <clears throat> a few moments ago in, in part one uh, of the Vecna series, a lich, you know, like Vecna, um, has a lair. So, in my opinion, and based on some of mine and Brendan's research into Vecna and what you know, season four Vecna could be. <clears throat> I believe uh, one of the major signs that our kids um, notices is a quote-unquote haunting uh, taking place in Hawkins. Uh, or the haunting of a particular place in Hawkins. <clears throat> As we know, our kids are very observant, <laughs> to say the least. So I don't think it will take them long to figure it out. 
so we know the Creel House, which if you don't know what that is or um, <clears throat> what's that, what that looks like, I have attached that picture, the photo of the Creel House to today's episode because, well, so you'll know what it looks like and because I do think it's going to be a very big, play a big role, uh, be a huge component of season four, especially on the Hawkins uh, storyline. Uh, and we know uh, there's there will be death and murders taking place this season. I mean, that happens pretty much every, every season. I expect the season to be no different in that regard. But I do think, you know, the deaths will be something uh, <clears throat> very noticeable. Perhaps it's something like I could see scenario in which um, the last known sightings of these people was at the Krill House, was around the Krill House. You know, something to, uh, to that effect. So... Based on that, um, you know, I think this will more than likely be Vecna's lair. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's been uh, believed by many uh, Stranger Things fans, especially diehard Stranger Things fans, that this entity has been living at the crew house for decades, you know, a long time. Uh, and has been you know, utilizing it as its lair. Like we, uh, we do know uh, because not only did David Harper say this, but the Duffer Brothers have also said this. That in Hawkins, you know, there be there will be dealing with something that's that's ancient. So we do know uh, that Vecna in D and D is an ancient um, dark lord, dark wizard. Um, he came bef before the other villains like the Demogorgons and the Mind Flayers. Um, we do know that. So, um, so apparently he's older than our Demogorgon and our, uh, our Mind Flayer. And, you know, according again to our research on Vecna, you can't just do the things that he did in D&D &D if you don't have a safe place. You know, if you don't have a place to hide yourself that no one will will notice, no one, <clears throat> excuse me, will ever find. It's That's why it's a lair, you know. Um... You need to be safeguarded if you're in that type of business. And what better place to do that than a lair which you can conceal? So perhaps our Vecna has been using the Krill home as its lair When they moved in, when the Krills moved in, I believe in the 50s, in the late 50s. And, you know, they 
move in. <clears throat> he doesn't particularly like that because, you know, he'll get exposed. And he puts a curse on him or something. I'll come to back, back to that later in today's episode. So, I mean, that one makes sense, right? Um, <clears throat> I don't know if in the 50s it is known as a haunted house when the Krills move in, or maybe it is, and they're the outsiders, and they're like, well, this is a nice home. We don't care. Uh, we want to live here. And then they move in. Beckman doesn't like that, takes his revenge out on them or something. Puts a curse on him. And Victor Grill is supposedly framed <clears throat> for these murders. And the rest, as they say, is history. And then, you know, Vetton is like, well, you know, once this gets out, no one's going to, uh, definitely not going to live here. I mean, we, we actually <clears throat> saw in some set pics of the Creel house all boarded up and it, it looks, I mean, it does look very haunted and it, it looks like it hasn't been lived in, in in a very long time. And then of course, these, these, these things always have a way of coming back around. And then our, our kids, you know, Nancy, Robin, Steve and Erica, Max and Lucas and Dustin you know, they go investigating the Crow House. And, you know, after, again, maybe these disappearances in Hawkins, these deaths are occurring around the home, the Crow House. So these are all possibilities as to why the Crow House could be Vecna's lair. Um... You know, in, in Dungeons and Dragons, um, speaking of a curse, in Dungeons and Dragons, Elixir's lair is guarded by tricks, traps, and or secret tombs to secure its evil works from disturbances. Now, if it's not a curse, then maybe it's this, okay? So, I've seen some rumors now, I don't know if these are legit, but these right now are just rumors that there are vines, or really tentacles, and corpses throughout the Creel house. Um, these could be what Batman uses to guard his lair. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, we did see the clock, the grandfather clock, up in the attic with vines or whatever, but I think that was more of the upside down. But again, like these, well, there, there's a t-shirt, the Crew House t-shirt, actually, back in January, you've probably seen it by now, of like these, look like vines, but also look like water, like tentacles, you know, wrapping around a terrace for the, to the house, and so there have been a lot of speculations made about water this season. 
which is probably why Steve, we saw Steve underwater in the sneak peek. Um, I mean, they do look very fish-like. <laughs> um, so, you know, like tentacles. So maybe this is, you know, Vecna's deal and perhaps they're like booby traps, really. You know, get too many disturbances out there. Tentacle, you know, brings men. I, I mean, I don't know. That's just that's just a guess um, at this point. But those are just kind of my, my thoughts on Vecna's Lair, what could be Vecna's Lair in Stranger Things 4. I think it's the Krill House. Um, to my knowledge, there's not been any other place um, that it really could be. And I don't think they would be emphasizing this house the way they have if it wasn't tied to this this new entity. So those are um, those are my thoughts on Vecna's lair. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I will dive in further into this curse that I just mentioned. Um, so stay tuned, and, and uh, we'll be right back. <sighs> you know, a curse is a curse that is a curse It was a curse. I don't know why I'm saying that. Uh, maybe it's because, you know, just got off work and I'm tired, but, you know, I'm putting in the hours here uh, on the podcast. You know, the job that I don't get paid for, but it's a good job. I, I enjoy it. I love the hobby. Um, so when I, when Brendan and I were putting together the show notes for this, for, uh, this episode, it didn't hit us until like we're almost finished that we did not include anything on Vecna's curse. And we're like, no, we can't have that because that is the episode title to season four, episode two. That's the reason we're doing this series, this part two series on Vecna is because of that. Um, so that's what I'm going to talk about right now, briefly, kind of talking about my theories on Vecna's curse, you know, what that could be about now. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, when I was discussing about the layer, you know, it's possible that this, this curse, this Vecna's curse is a curse that Vecna has on the house, the Krill house. Uh, if that is Vecna's lair, then the curse could be um, uh, another uh, tool that, uh, or fortification that Vecna is using to protect uh, himself from, you know, outsiders and, and whatnot. But also, why... Uh, or what I think Vecna's curse could be. 
Well, I think it probably really is a curse. Um, I think whatever is going on in Hawkins, these disappearances of people, killings, you know, the deaths in Hawkins this season, uh, again, I do think could be a haunting, and I think that could be the curse. Now, in season one, you know, Hopper says, you know, do you ever you ever feel like you're cursed? And I think he not only means it meant himself, but I think he meant like the town uh, of Hawkins was cursed. Is Hawkins cursed? I don't know. I guess we'll we'll find out this season if uh, it is or not. But we do know that the trouble in Hawkins this season is something that is long buried. And as I mentioned earlier, Vecna from D&D Lore, he came before, he's decades old. I mean, he came long before any of the other uh, big villains uh, from D&D. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, maybe Hawkins is cursed by Vecna, or at least the you know spirit of Vecna. But as far as I know, right now Vecna is the the big bad, the villain. That that's as far as I know right now. Um. But I also kind of want to wanted to touch on briefly before I kind of before I move on is about the episode title now the the, the the trick about these episode titles is well number one is you know wait until season four comes out to, to see if these are the actual episode titles we know in the past there have been like decoys especially in season two, like season two had a bunch that they released like the title teaser and only like two or three ended up being legit. The rest of them were like fakes or maybe they were legit at that time, but they changed them because, you know, when they filmed season two and, you know, season three, they kind of wrote those seasons as they filmed. Well, we know for season four, um, probably the brightest side of, of the pandemic is the Duffer Brothers had a chance, opportunity back in June of 2020, I believe, uh, because production, you know, was delayed. They couldn't do anything. You know, they had the opportunity to go back and modify the scripts uh, for season four and change some things, add some things. So maybe... Uh, we know that once they started filming, I mean, they were not writing any of they, they just went straight to filming. So maybe these are the legit uh, episode titles. But if you look, really look at, think about the episode titles in all three seasons so far, it doesn't necessarily matter that, you know, if they're legit or not, because they're pretty much always ambiguous. Um, you know, like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, for example, 
in. Hold on. I'm going to have to look this up. I can't believe I have to look this up. Okay. Okay, in season one. The Holly Jolly episode. I thought, like, why in the heck was that named Holly Jolly? Like, it was so just, like, it's not really about Christmas or anything. I always wondered, like, why it was called that. Um, or, uh, season two, um, Dig Dug. Like, you know, that's the game that Max was playing that they couldn't figure, you know, figure out who was beating them. And I was like, why Dig Dug? Well, I think also in the episode, that's when Hopper is like digging, um, you know, he's going into the upside down. Uh, and then season three, um, E Pluribus Unum, which I mean, that means out of many, one, which we know is about the flayed. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, there's, you should never just go off of an episode just based on its title because, like there's so much amb ambiguity. Like we know that's you no know, not that's not the only thing that happens in the episode. Like for example in season four, Dear Billy. Like I do think that's gonna be like Max writing a letter to Billy or something like that. But I don't think that's just gonna it's gonna be all about Billy. I mean there's they're gonna be doing you know other things in the episode. Um but I think it's pretty obvious that because episode two of season four is called Vecna's Curse, that Vecna is going to be pretty important this season. Um, the last thing I'll say about Vecna's Curse is, and <clears throat> if you recall, back in September of 2021, before they uh, released the Creel teaser on the Tadum event, uh, that Friday, they released, like, a micro, uh, film of, like, you know, a newspaper <clears throat> thing of the Krill murders, and had on their VC. Now, some was, like, you know, took that as, before we got the episode titles, um, you know, Victor Krill. Now, everyone's kind of like, what if this means Vecna? What if Vecna's curse? So, I don't know, I guess, you know, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to see, again, what Vecna's Curse is. Um, so, I think this is probably the most burning question that all of you probably have. Well, who will be Vecna in Stranger Things 4? In terms of character, who will be Vecna? in terms of our new characters. I've looked at all the list of the new characters and I've kind of narrowed it down to three because uh, no offense to the others, I think the others die. Like I think Chrissy the cheerleader is going to be the first to die. I don't have any inside sources to say that, but that's just my theory. 
I think she will be the first to die. Um, I, and again, I don't think, I really don't think the rest of them, like Amy Beth McNulty, I don't think she's going to be doing much. You know? So who will it be? Well, I've narrowed it, I've narrowed it down to my top three. Bridger Creel, Peter Ballard, Eddie Munson. Now, refresher, um, Victor Creel, uh, Creel House guy, uh, the older version of Victor Creel, who is in Penhurst Asylum in Curley County, uh, portrayed by um, Robert England. Um, there, there are some some qualities of his that are like mm, Vecna-ish. Um, he released a very, very big spoiler sometime last year. Uh, Robert England did. I'm not going to really talk about it. I'm not going to uh, post any links to that. But if you if you really want to be spoiled, okay, this is on your time now. I'm not doing this. <laughs> you didn't get this from me. But if you, in your heart of hearts, if you are interested in being spoiled big time, by a new character this season. Uh, I encourage you, you, it's probably on YouTube, or, you know, just Google Robert England Stranger Things for Krill, or something like that. And I'm sure something will pop up about it. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, it's been long speculated and believed that the first step subject of Hawkins National Lab uh, that would be 001, will eventually appear in Stranger Things. Um, for a long time, I didn't really believe that. I was like, I mean, I know they they introduced eight, but I never really thought long term they ever really had any intentions of bringing in the numbers. That's because at that time I thought the only reason they would bring in the other numbers is so that the other numbers could assist Eleven in the you know defeating evil, essentially. Um, but then it kind of hit me. Well, where are the other numbers? I mean, if they're like Callie, if they're like number eight, they're uh, out. They escape and they're out somewhere. But after. After watching teaser uh, 002 in May and the Hawkins National Lab teaser, I, I think I think those kids are dead. <laughs> like I think I think there's a reason that we didn't see them in season one. It's because I think they were dead before then. Again, I don't have any inside information on that. That's just my again a theory I have. So now that we're in season four, towards the end of this show, or, you know, the series of Stranger Things, I do think that Zero Zero One will be in in this season, or at least next season. Um, I really do. I think now is as good as time as any uh, towards the end of this series. If they're going to do it, they got to do it now, you know? But... He didn't know this already, but 001 is the only Hawkins uh, test subject 
that non-canon authors and comic book authors are not allowed to touch. Like, they can uh, write about any test of anything really in the show they want to, but they, like, contractually, I guess, have been told you can't write about 001. So that's, of course, met, led many Stranger Things fans to believe, okay, well, if that's off um, limits, if 001 is off limits, then it must be true. They're going to introduce 001 in the course of the show. And I'm starting to believe that. Now, the reason I bring up the first touch subject is because I think that 001 could be our Vecna. I don't know why. Other than the powers aspect, and Vecna has powers, it could be something related to the massacre. I, I don't know. But that's who I think will be Stranger Things Vecna. Now, who is 001? I don't know. I really, I have not one clue as of that. Um, I really don't. Um, I think, again, I think it's it's down to the three main I just mentioned for Vecna. Is it one and the same? Um, but again, I don't know. Or it could be Brenner. <laughs> Brenner could be Vecna. Again, I, I don't know. So I'm going to end today's episode by telling you this. All of I've discussed today is pure speculation and theory based on um, our research. Um, I do think there's a reason we're going to see Hawkins National Lab and Eleven prior to the events of Season 1. Um, you know, Everything works out for a reason. Like Matthew um, Modine posted a while back on Twitter, on his Twitter, something about you have to know the past, know your future or your present or something like that. And I took that as, like, this is what he's talking about for season four. Like, I don't think we'll truly be be able to understand what has gone on the past three seasons if we don't see what happened before we saw Eleven in the Woods behind Benny's Diner. I, I just don't. Um, because I think whatever happened connects Vecna into this. And I think that past will play, play a key role in season four. Um, you know... How do you think Stranger Things ends, like this entire series? I think there will be a fifth season, fifth and final season. That's a very odd question to ask, but, you know, it's how do you think it's going to end? Um, I hope it ends very well, but I think that, and the reason that I, we decided to do this Vecna series is because I think we need to know about him first and foremost because his name is in an episode title. So that's obviously there's going to be something there about him. But also, 
like I just mentioned here, you know, 11's past, if it's connected to Vecna, then we need to know all about Vecna because that could very well determine her future and the future of all these characters in this show. So, and that's why we decided to uh, do this two-part series, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, again, if you have any questions, comments, anything you would like um, to you know, tell us about the series, things we may have touched on that you really enjoyed and want to expand upon, uh, or things that um, you felt we kind of got wrong, Again, we're not perfect. We're not claiming to be perfect. Uh, we know there's things on here we're not going to get right all the time, and we're willing to uh, to uh, face the music on that. So uh, before I go, uh, real quick, just want to say um, you can follow us on the socials, uh, Twitter at ham through, Instagram at ham dot radio dot media. Um, we're also on Reddit at underscore ham underscore radio. Uh, or you can send us an email at hamradiomedia at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can this, even send us a voice message right here on Anchor uh, or you know, wherever you're listening from. Uh, again, we'd love to hear from you guys. So um, stay tuned until next week. Got another really good episode uh, for you guys. So, um, I'm Ashley, and uh, again, say thank you for joining us today, over and out.